I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the most common male sexual strategy. This episode is going to be a little different because it is a sponsored episode. I'm going to read the email that I received from this particular listener and then kind of riff off of my ideas contained therein. So let's jump right into it. This one comes from Daniel C., and it reads, Hi, Orion. So I've noticed that a lot of your advice is geared towards dating, e.g. finding the right woman to have an effortless relationship walking away if necessary. What is the advice that you would have for somebody like myself who has already been married for 12 years with two kids and who has spent the first 37 years of their life doing the exact opposite of what an attractive man should be doing, such as engaging the wife through logic, being the adorer and putting her on the pedestal, allowing her to captain our relationship, negotiating sex through overt and covert contracts, being a people pleaser and all around nice guy who's an introvert and not very exciting or charming to boot. Um, tragically, for the first 37 years of my life, I thought I was right and that my wife was wrong for not seeing things my way. As such, my beta or nice guy behaviors are deeply ingrained in my subconscious. That'll happen. This new world of psychology, emotions, game, and passion is overwhelming, and I'm not quite sure where to begin. What are the baby steps that I need to take and the mindset that I should have going forward? Is my relationship a lost cause? Will I be able to change my wife's impression of me eventually? Regards. All right, so this is a very common story that I hear from men, both in my therapeutic practice and among those I do consultations with. The way I'm going to summarize it is that they have realized already in a pre-existing relationship that their strategies for maintaining attraction from their woman are unsustainable. And this is because they utilized what is unfortunately the most common male sexual strategy that does not produce long-standing results in heterosexual relationships. Let me explain what that is first. And then I'll talk about whether it's possible to change. It is, um, but not with a great deal of effort, unfortunately. So if you haven't done so already, check out my episode on the sexual marketplace, in which I describe the sexual marketplace as sort of like a dock, where there are men who are selling their services as ship captains, and women who are going around and sort of checking out the vessels and the itineraries of all the various offerings. And if a woman likes the ship in the itinerary of a particular captain, she can get on that boat and the two of them can ride off into the horizon. Now, um, that's... So the most common way that men attempt to attract women down at the sexual marketplace is to advertise their ship as a means to the woman's end. Basically, the man is saying, hey, if you get on this boat, I'll take you where you want to go. So a boat like this, we call a ferry, which is basically like a water taxi. You're hiring this ship to go towards your destination. Do you understand? And there are many women who find that proposition attractive. Great. If I go with this person, I can get there faster, safer, and more reliably. And he's willing to take me where I want to go. 
this sounds not like too bad of a deal to me. Now, here's the thing. A lot of guys don't actually want to be ferry captains. They're using this as a strategy to get the woman on the boat. The issue is you can't really ever stop being a ferry captain. Imagine that you were like taking a, a, a cab and you took that cab for 12 years and that driver took you where you wanted to go hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. If one day you got in that cab and the guy turned around and said, hey, you know, I've been taking you to your destination for the last 12 years. I was kind of wondering if maybe we could switch roles and you could get up here in the driver's seat and take me to where I want to go for a change. Huh? You're going to get the fuck out of that cab because that's not the point of a cab. Not ever. There is never a point in the cab ferry relationship in which the cab driver gets to stop being the driver of the passenger's destination. Do, do you understand? Um, that's not what that woman signed up for. And I can understand her potential indignation at the offer because it's almost like, is, is this like a fake cab? That's not how cabs operate, and that's how you advertised yourself. You made it clear that you wanted to take me where I wanted to go, and that's why I got on your ship, dude. Um, I didn't sign up for switching roles here. So be, if you found yourself in this situation, it, it's, a, it's kind of a, a decent way to get your foot in the door, um, but it creates this long-term trap because you can't ever really deviate from that role. Do you understand? So it's possible to change the dynamic, but it takes a lot of intention and patience. Why is that? If you want to change a behavior within your relationship, especially that behavior has been long-standing and is associated with some sort of reinforcement and reward to the other party, what you'll experience when you try to do that is what's called an extinction burst. It happened in the little metaphorical story I gave where, the, where you were like, what? Give me the fuck out of this cab. This is not what I signed up for. That's an extinction burst. If you try to mess with somebody's reward protocols, um, it's not going to go over well. And an extinction burst is an intensification of the exact behavior you're trying to extinguish as a means of trying to put more uh, um, influence on maintaining the status quo. So it's very, very hard to break out of the status quo because when most people attempt to change, they experience this ex um, extinction burst, which can be really overwhelming and chaotic. And a lot of guys, unfortunately, then just say, oh, okay, um, it's not worth it if this is going to be the outcome, and they go back to whatever they were doing before. It's almost like the woman kind of used her emotions to bully the guy back in the fairy role, which is what he signed up for to begin with. Do you understand? So you, you really can't go about trying to change your relationship until you are very prepared to weather the emotional storm that is almost certainly going to result 
from changing the reinforcement protocols of that relationship. Um, but if you're willing to do that, you begin by targeting very specific behaviors. And you do this intentionally, ideally with a therapist or a coach, because you, you might not really know what is a more effective behavior if you have been doing this for the last 12 or 37 years of your life. Um, and to target kind of one thing at a time, you definitely do not sit down with the woman and say, I am going to be making some changes. I'm going to be reinforcing this behavior. I'm going to be not reinforcing this behavior. And I'd, I'd like this to be the result. You, that's not going to work. So instead, you focus simply on changing how you show up in the relationship. And that's going to force some kind of change in your system. Because in a system, it's not possible for one part to change without sort of influencing some kind of a change in the other parts with which it is commingled. The issue is we don't know exactly what that change is going to be, so it is a bit risky. The upshot here is that it's possible to change a longstanding dynamic within a relationship, but it's always, always, always better to start a new relationship with the end in mind. Because if you do kind of a bait and switch thing to use the strategy of I'll take you where I want to go to get the woman on your boat, hoping that further down the line you can have some sort of reciprocity, that's not going to work. You should start from the very beginning practicing with that particular woman the relationship you would like to have with her in 12 years. Okay, um, kind of a long talk. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Um, if you would like to share this with somebody who might benefit from its message, please do so. The channel really benefits from word-of-mouth referrals. Please remember to like and subscribe. Uh, you could consider becoming a channel member with perks like priority review of comments and potentially either booking a consultation or sponsoring an episode like this one. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.